You're listening to the Fade to Gray Network. Welcome back to Four in Tow Podcast, where moms can find encouragement on their journeys through homeschooling. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and this is episode 30. This episode was a fun one. I got a message on Instagram from Julie from Whisking Apples, and she has created a curriculum that she wanted to share with us. I'm not going to say much more than that because seriously, it gets me so excited when I find new curriculum and new curriculum that has been created by moms just like me, just like you. So I wanted to share this amazing curriculum that is built on cooking and on recipes. Let me introduce to you Julie Trujillo of Whisking Apples. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Four and Toe Podcast. Today, I have a special guest, Julie, who reached out to me on Instagram and said, hey, I would love to share with you about what I do with my homeschool. And I really appreciate this, Julie. Thanks for joining us. Oh, I'm excited to be here. So can you tell me where in the United States are you homeschooling from? We homeschool in Florida. Okay. And how many years have you been homeschooling? This is our second year. Cool. How many kiddos, if you don't mind sharing, how many kiddos are you are you schooling right now? I have three. I have a fourth grader that is nine years old, and I have a second grader that is eight years old, and a preschooler that just turned five. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. I've enjoyed looking at your Instagram account. It looks like um, you use a lot of Uh, homeschooling in the kitchen. Could you explain your approach to me? Um, Well, that started when my kids were really little and I decided to um, leave my full-time job. It was a really big decision, but I wanted to help and contribute somehow at home. And I found that hosting an organic co-op at home was a great way to help bring food into the house, um, help feed my kids, have that kind of organic lifestyle that we like so much. Um, And then it just evolved into this having my kids in the kitchen all the time, having my kids kind of like around food and teaching other families how to cook their fruits and vegetables that they were picking up from our co-op. So all of this kind of evolved from there. And from the moment they were tiny, my kids at two and three years old, they remember packing veggies. They remember um, teaching other kids Uh, you know, to eat different fruits and different things that you can do in the kitchen. Um, And because we had access to all this food, I was always cooking and they're little, so they're always with you. Um, So they were just always with me. They were always involved with me. Um, It's kind of the way it was. Um, It was a little messy when they were little, but they've, (laughs) they've grown up to, they, they eat really well and they have their favorite foods that they cook. Um, so it's all worked out and they really, um, like when we open a math book and they look at fractions and, or just dif- different things, they remember from, from doing it in the kitchen. Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. Wow. Okay. So that gives me so many questions that, that <laughs> makes me have so many questions now as I'm listening to you. So you're our get, let's start with the organic, uh, 
the organic co-op, are you do you start with gardening first or just from just the produce and go from there? It was just the produce. I joined another group of uh, homeschooling moms that ran it as a business and I was one of their hosts. So every week, or it was every other week, we would get the big Cisco truck um, with pallets of food delivered to the house. Um, and me, along with some other moms, um, would come over and my whole dining room and living room was turned into like this packing, into this packing area. It was a lot of work, but it was amazing, just fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, we got to spend a lot of time together. Um, with friends like we build friendships out of it really good friendships out of it so it was a fun time so what would you do with the packets once you packed all the veggies was was that for your own family's weekly meals or how did no we had um it went through my kids were at a small private montessori at that time just a few blocks from from our house and um we would drop off shares there and just other community members that were part of our group would come over and pick up their their veggies their veggie shares so it was a really nice time yeah eventually this was when I was in Miami eventually we moved out of Miami and that stopped and I was sad to see that stop somebody another friend took it over um and then I started the Instagram account okay all right cool so with your homeschooling now revolving around the kitchen do you have curriculum that's specific or have you had to create curriculum that's specific to working within the kitchen? How do you how do you relate those two things? So I I use a lot of different curriculums with the kids. I kind of piece things together, but involve a curriculum involving the kitchen. I've had to start putting that together. So I noticed that I was putting all these little pieces together, and I was putting recipes together for them to maybe better understand what we were learning. And then and then I was able to open up my shop and put it all in very pretty looking PDFs um, to share it with everyone else. Because um, I, I just noticed in, in teaching my kids that a lot of what they're learning is very abstract. Um, when they were in school, I didn't notice it as much. They would bring home worksheets or I just wasn't as involved. Um, but the moment we pulled them out, I noticed how there were a lot of just missing links. And I was able to kind of tie it all up through in, in the kitchen through food. Okay. Wow. All right. So give us an example. Let's say like, how, how would you do that? Do you do it with every subject or just with math? It, we include uh, the subjects that we include that we have up in the shop now are math and we have math, language arts, and some social studies. I'm hoping to add some history and cultural studies there too. Um, yeah. right now I'm also developing, um, unit studies that are for multiple ages. So they can go from preschool all the way up through upper elementary. So right now, for example, I'm working on a space unit study. So we have, we have different recipes on there. Each of the lessons come with at least three recipes. So we have a space soup and we have a, um, a constellation bark where you're, you're going to build your own, um, constellations on a chocolate bark. And then we have asteroid rocks. So like, for instance, my daughter had a really hard time understanding the difference between all the meteor type of rocks. But when we made these asteroid rocks and then we broke them up and then we crashed them into our globe representing Earth, 
all of a sudden she understood the difference between meteorites and meteors and um oh that's great uh, and anyway it was just it all clicked and the best thing about it is that they say that you learn through your senses right but we all mm-hmm. use different senses to learn so when you're learning in the kitchen it's not just a hands-on project it's something that you taste and smell as well so like you know like sometimes it's the smell or the taste of something that brings back memories and helps us remember things so in the kitchen, yeah. you're really engaging every single one of those senses. And then I mix it up or I pair up my lessons with, um, for instance, the space unit has a book. It has, um, it has a book that the kids can do. So then you've got the writing component too to help you better understand. There's always a drawing involved. Um, and this one particularly has also a game involved. So we mix in a little bit of fun. So it's, it's, it's a really unique way of learning because you taste it, you smell it, you feel it, you make it. Um, so it's, it's yeah. really unique. So you're creating these things from scratch. I mean, creating your wonderful recipes from scratch and creating your curriculum from scratch. Yes, yes. And all the recipes are also healthy. They're, I try to make them really healthy so there's no sugar, um, there is not, there is no processed or as, as minimal as possible processed ingredients. So it's using things like dark chocolates and nuts and seeds and almond flour. So they're really, really good for, for, for our kids. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is just so cool. So you present all of this stuff on Instagram and you mentioned your shop. Is your, is the shop on, a, um, on Etsy or where is your shop? located so we can find it (laughs) (laughs) well right now it's on my website and i'm working on pulling it up on etsy this is all so new to me i want to be able to have these materials and share this with everyone but finding the right words and finding the right shop and making sure all your links work it is a lot a lot a lot of work (laughs) so i'm trying my hardest to get it out there but we do have several of our first units um out in the shop already yes Okay. All right. What's the address? You can find it at whiskingapples.com. You say we, is it you and your partner? Your Do you have a business partner or your, I'm sorry, I'm assuming things, your husband or, <laughs> I, sorry, I forgot to check with you <laughs> beforehand. It's, uh, it's okay. It's, it's mainly me. <laughs> I mean me. Okay. Um, but I say we, I guess I'm including my family in this. Yeah. But there's, there's, sure. yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of um, doing this on my own with my husband and my kids, which can be a help yeah. or it can be the total yeah. opposite. <laughs> yeah. Well, this sounds like a, a great idea. Um, I, I love your uh, I love your approach. I think this is just ah, it's just so unique. There's nothing like that. I haven't ever seen anything like your idea ever before. Like. <laughs> And there's some uh, curriculum I've seen where they put a recipe in, but it's not the central focus, which it feels like the way you're approaching it, it's more of the central focus. Yes, it is the focus. And then the lessons and activities um, come out of the recipes. So you need to make the recipes to really fully, yes, it comes out of the recipes. That That is your focus. Um, and it is really unique. And I have sent it to several teachers they really like it. And I'm actually going to be speaking at a few schools if they ever open back up in the fall. Let's <laughs> see if they open back up. Um, 
uh, because it meets uh, standards, uh, the units that we're doing for the, both the space cooling, the space cooling and the garden schooling, I was approached by two different schools because it meets standards for, I think they said third through six or something like that. I'm not exactly oh, wow. sure. I think as homeschoolers, I think we expect more of our kids. I don't know, or get more out of yeah. our kids. Um, I get it. But yeah. for, yeah, but for schools, they said that it would meet, it meets uh, science standards up to sixth grade. So I was surprised to hear that, but happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So tell me about your gardening unit. That we we live in the country, so gardening is like something we try all the time. My husband's great at it, and I suck at it. So yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not the best gardener. My green thumb. I wish I was. Um, but there's so much to learn in the garden, just about the way that our food grows. Um, it's really quite a miracle the way that seeds grow, and they're all so different, different sizes, and different shapes, and. Um, so the gardening unit is all about cooking with seeds and cooking with vegetables and fruits that will regrow. So you don't have to buy another one. So like pineapples and onions and green onions and um, all the different. So there's a recipe just based on foods that you can take again and regrow them in your kitchen. And we give you instructions on how to regrow those foods. And then cool. there's like, it is, it's a really fun recipe. And then there is a granola recipe that's made all with nuts and seeds that you can sprout, um, that'll sprout into trees. And I can't remember the third one right off the bat, but it's another recipe that's all made with seeds. So all your recipes wow. are things that you would use in the garden, but you're cooking them at home. And then it comes with some really cute um, gardening journal um, labeling activities for seedlings and seeds. Oh, there's a, the popcorn recipe is the last one there. So, cause popcorn is, is a seed essentially, right? That pops and right. turns inside out. So there is an activity to understand why it pops and to understand the popcorn kernel. And then there's a chocolate popcorn recipe that's got, we say chocolate and it's got some dark chocolate, but you're going to put molasses in it and you're going to put chia seeds in it and lots of other like fun seeds to eat your your, your popcorn with. That's a seed. <laughs> so we kind yeah. of just integrate all these concepts of gardening um, and all the different ways that we can eat what we garden with, I guess. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So what was your, what was your process like developing this? Do you have an educational background to like in sciences to have all this understanding or is this just your own studying on your own and just processing it in a new curriculum? Um, as, as far as my background, um, I was, I was a, a professor at a, at a university down in Miami, but I was a writing professor, not science or math. Okay. Math is not even <laughs> my thing, but my husband's <laughs> thing, my husband's an engineer. So he helps me out okay. a lot with the math units. And some of the math units are really cool where the kids have to figure out missing, um, mystery ingredients instead of giving the full recipe through problem solving. Oh, wow. So it's really neat. So he helps me with, um, with some of that. So there's actually a reason for kids to do their math word problems now, right? <laughs> Instead That's of just amazing. writing it on a sheet of paper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But really my love of food just started um, when I learned about just organic eating and healthier lifestyles and to completely just eliminate processed foods. They're not good for us. And then I started yeah. doing just all this research about food and um, how to bring healthier foods into my home. I didn't want my kids eating Cheerios. 
Um, so yeah, it was a lot of studying, a lot of reading, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's so awesome. So do you have a name? Uh, well, Whisking Apples is your website. Is that sort of your, like your company name or your curriculum name? Do you have a title for it? Um, you know, I don't have a title, but I'm thinking I probably should come up with a title. <laughs> but right now my website name is Whisking Apples. Um, the whisking is for cooking, represents the cooking part of what we do. And the apples represents the education part of what we offer. So, oh, that's just, so that's such a great name. Oh my gosh. <laughs> thank thank you. you so much for reaching out to me. You're, I'm so excited Thanks. about your curriculum. I'm like, this is amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's nervous. It's nerve wracking putting this out there and sharing yeah. these ideas that you've had inside of you. It's, it's a scary, it's a scary thing. It's not an easy thing. So. Yeah. I, I totally understand. <laughs> I totally understand. Well, this, this is amazing. So you said there's a language to arts. Um, what'd you say? You said there was math, language, arts. How does that work? Are they separate or are they just part of your um, gardening and space units? So the gardening and space units are multi-age units. You can buy them separately. And then we've got math units, um, units that focus on language arts or social studies or your community. Um, so they're all, they're all labeled on there, depending on what your child might need help in, what you might be interested in, um, in adding and adding to your curriculum. Okay, so let's say uh, let the language arts. Do you have that? Is it one program for a bunch of different grades altogether, or do you have it like broken down? Does that make sense? Like early elementary? It's broken down. Elementary? It's broke. I don't like to give age ranges because I found at first I w I was working with a teacher on this at first, and we were putting ages on everything. And then I pulled my son out in kindergarten, and, and I'm like, I can't put ages on this. I don't yeah. think homeschooling families would put an age on it. Um, and then you've got older kids that can work with younger kids and can probably understand the way stories are made up even better because they're teaching their younger sibling um, one of our lessons. Right. Um, so I took off the ages that were originally on there because it's really up to the child um, mm -hmm. to meet the child at their needs, right? That's why we homeschool. So I did eliminate the ages from there. Um, I do do things like I'll label early learning um, or early elementary. So I try to leave it generic, but I just feel that homeschooling is such a unique, it's such a unique space. It's such an awesome thing that we can all homeschool and just yeah. meet our kids where they're at. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's really cool. I like that. I, because I have four kids that are in different age levels, this year in particular, this school year, I've really had a hard time doing the individual grades, um, any work that has to do with individual grades. And I started eliminating everything <laughs> that was created for individual grades except for math. That's the only one that I have separate because, uh, yeah, my kids are just too diverse there. But everything else, including grammar, which I have to make it all in one. So thinking about that with your curriculum is amazing because I can just take one thing and teach all four kids and make it work for everybody. That's that's brilliant. Well, that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, I struggle with the same issues with my kids um, and we do math separately. And right now we are doing language art separately. Um, but next year, I, I am going to combine um, 
my two older kids with language arts and take more of a Charlotte Mason approach with my older daughter Mm -hmm. since she can work more on her own because I do need to be more hands off there. Yeah, it is. It's it's really hard getting all three kids on the same page. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So tell me, what is your what has been your favorite uh, unit or uh, unit? Yeah, I guess that's the right word. What's your favorite unit that you've worked on so far? Um, I think my favorite one's got to be probably one of the first ones we did, which um, we, it came out of, we were carving our pumpkins and then we were making pumpkin seeds. It was like, it was in October. And then I just realized, um, you know, you can make just all sorts of shapes with food. And then we started making 3D shapes with these like popcorn balls and these, um, it, it, it's it's a really cool unit and like my kids were having a hard time understanding the 3d shapes uh, so we started yeah. building them and for until this day they ask for our 3d shaped popcorn balls they love them <laughs> they absolutely oh, love awesome. them and um <laughs> that was one of our first units that kind of started this um so i i think may, maybe that one just because of the okay. the, the memories i guess <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's great. How long have you been making the units? How long have you been working on this project? You know, I, um, I've been working on it uh, probably a few years, I would say since I left Miami. Um, but in the middle of that, you know, there's life. Um, and there is, you know, a lot of hesitation to really put my ideas out there. Um, and then the kids were Mm -hmm. in school and then we started homeschooling. So now, now I feel like I know enough um, or I know at least a little bit more, I know a little bit about homeschooling and like, I can really, I can really do them in a way that'll really help families that really want to connect and learn at home. So yeah. I was finally ready. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you, so what do you plan on doing next? Are you going to add a new unit study or are you going to add more um, specific topics? Um, you know, I, I, they come out of what I'm learning and doing with my kids. Um, our next science unit is on mammals. I'm not sure if I'll do one on mammals, but it really comes out of what I'm doing with my kids um, and okay. what has helped us. So I'm not 100% sure. I know I've got a Harry Potter in the works. Cool. Because um, we have done like Harry Potter like type parties and they're, they're more unique Harry Potter recipes in that they're, they're actually, they're good for you recipes. Um, and then they come with, you know, what kids can do, what adults can do, or recipes are broken up. And then we've got Beatrix Potter. So I'm thinking of doing like a, a literature subscription type, type of, um, type of units where you would subscribe. And then every month there would be a series of books or an author that we would focus in and a series of recipes um, so I, I guess that's what I'm thinking of right now is Harry Potter and Beatrix Potter and, um, we love to yeah. read. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounds exciting. If people want to follow you, where do they find you? How do they get on your mailing list? Oh, so to get on my mailing list, there's, uh, we send you a, or I send you a freebie and it's, uh, it's called the, it's whole stem recipes. Um, meaning like recipes with whole foods. Um, I think there's, I think the freebie actually has uh, four recipes in it because there's also one to make soap at home and about washing your hands um, just because it's a fun science experiment. 
Um, so there are STEM, STEM based recipes. So if you sign up for the mailing list, um, you can go to my website to sign up. It's right there in the front page if you scroll down and um, you can grab the freebie and check out the website or you can find us on Facebook or Instagram. Awesome. Okay, cool. Oh, I had a thought for your mammals as you were talking. Okay, okay. yes, thank you. Picture this. <laughs> Picture this. I'll take it. <laughs> mammals are part of the food chain, right? Yes. So you can you could start with some sort of food chain thing. Here's lettuce. Who eats lettuce? And then what what <laughs> eats that? And then what eats that? I mean, you'd be end, you'd end up making a meal with meat. So if you wanted to do that, you'd have to do something else for vegans. But there's an option. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I need to see. I really, we we really dig deep into our lessons. My kids get really into these lessons and we check mm-hmm. out books and there's just, there's so much because we have the time because we homeschool. Um, right. So yeah, I'm sure we'll think of something, but the food cycle is, <laughs> is definitely a place to start. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yes. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> Can I, okay. I'm going to ask you one more question before I let you go, but um, how do I word this? Okay. I am just in awe of the fact that you would just go for it. I think that's awesome. And I think that more moms need to be encouraged to do that, even though we are, we might be scared to do it. Like I, I can identify with that as like, just from a podcaster's standpoint, like I was so nervous to do this. My husband's been podcasting for a few years and he's, he kept telling me, Hey, you have a voice, you should do this and talk to homeschool moms. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could do it. And he's like, no, you can. And so I, um, just stepping out in that way, I'm like terrified, but you've, you've done it. Like how, how was the process for you to just step out and do it? Cause I think there's moms like us who just need that. Oomph. It's terrifying. It still is. I mean, I get on Instagram and sometimes I post and I'll go back and, and I'll just be like, okay, I'm just going to delete it because maybe I don't really <laughs> want to share that. And then I'll go back and think, you know, this could have really helped someone. Um, so I go through stages, but it's definitely scary putting yourself out there. And I know a lot of moms that struggle with it. Some moms are, stepping out and doing it anyway. And others, and I, I know moms that have literally bought their domain names and have had them sitting there. And I understand, I understand the the fear that, that comes behind that. Um, but if we don't try it, we'll never know. We'll just never know, yeah. you know, will our idea have really helped someone or not? Um, so it's just stepping out there, pushing the fear aside somehow. <laughs> And, um, and stepping out there and being present. And um, I wish I had words of encouragement, but I do struggle with that. Um, I do struggle. I, I, I definitely do. It's, it's something that I think many, many, many moms struggle with. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's, I think you just did share encouragement though. That's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> You're in the, you're in the middle of it. You're in the middle of it. Right. And you're still like, you're still nervous about it. It's still scary. And, but you're still doing it anyway, despite being nervous and scary. And I think a lot of us need to hear that. Honestly. Yeah. If we don't do it, I think it's more scary. What'll happen if we don't do it. And we stay with this idea. I think if you do have an idea, if you do have something that's really pushing you 
in your heart. It's like homeschooling. When I started, it's the best thing that we can do. And there's still a lot of days where I'm like, what am I doing to my kids? <laughs> that are scary. Um, but, you know, if you don't do it, you're always going to feel that that inside of you. And it's probably more scary to know, well, what's going to happen if I don't do it? Um, mm -hmm. You know, what's going to happen in 10 years if I, if I don't do it? Right. Yeah. It's better to try it yeah. or just do it than have any regret for never even trying. Yeah. I think that sometimes, you know, for moms that are hesitating, if you just start and then, you know, you kind of go back, cause I'll go back and I'll look at what I do. And even if it doesn't work out, it's still such a nice memory. So like, I'll go back to my Instagram and be like, oh, wow, I remember this. And it would be a memory that I might've had a picture of, but not the writing to go with it. Um, mm -hmm. So if anything, just do it to start your own memories and not, not worry about anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much, Julie. This has been wonderful. I don't know if this is helpful. It but. was. I think it really was. So your Instagram feed is at whisking apples. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. No underscores or anything like that? Nope. Just whisking apples. All right. So listeners, go find Julie at Whisking Apples on Instagram. Follow her. Go to her website at whiskingapples.com and sign up for her newsletter. And we will be watching you and your Etsy shop. And everybody go download one of her reviews. Oh. That would be awesome. <laughs> go support her work. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Julie, for sharing your curriculum with us. Listeners, if you got as excited about her curriculum as I did, you're going to want to check out everything that she has to offer. Go to Julie's website, whiskingapples.com to find out more. You can get on her mailing list. You can see all the resources that she has available. It is uh, a really great place to go explore. You can also find her on Instagram at whiskingapples. Go ahead and follow her account for some great recipes and some great pictures and encouragement on teaching your kids how to learn in the kitchen. This episode of Four and Toe Podcast was brought to you by my wonderful patrons. If you are getting anything out of my podcast episodes, please consider becoming a patron of the show. Just go to patreon.com backslash foreign toe podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $2 a month. Every dollar helps keep my podcast on the air. And currently I am looking to purchase my own laptop because right now as it stands, my husband and I are involved in producing three different podcasts and we are doing it from one laptop and we have decided it's enough. We need to be able to... Uh, do this with two different laptops so if you feel so inclined join my patreon page for two dollars as little as two dollars a month you can sponsor the podcast help me get my own laptop and this will help us just get more content to you to encourage you on your homeschool journey so until next week have a great homeschool week and remember mama you've got this